Emmy. You take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from alloy-inspired elemental pun metal to Rickroll. Just Rickroll. My name's Phil. With me is Frank. Yep. Mike. Hello. And Sam can't be with us this week. His expertise was required in judging the all-male assless chaps competition. Yep. He would, uh, in which he would like to remind everyone that he is also the lead accordion player and will be playing in assless chaps while swinging from a chandelier. He's not only accepting but encouraging assless chap picks all week. Yes. Uh, he would prefer uh, if you send them directly to him. Right. He's not hard to find. He uh, he just. He just posts all over our fucking Facebook page <laughs> with his personal account, so uh, go send him some assless chat pictures. That's it. He'd, he'll be he'll be he'll be thrilled. <laughs> so uh, other than talking about assless chaps, we are here to tell you about some fucking metal that you haven't heard of yet. That's right. I think you're up first, Phil. I believe so. Uh, what do I even have here? Good thing when you actually pay attention to what the fuck you put up on the page. <laughs> ah, we are starting out with the album Crisis by Black Mountain Bastards. Uh, and we're going to check out the song The Choice. while I listen to that. They just rounded all the bases in like under a minute or two. That is some thrashy-ass crossover mm. from Mazamet, France. Forgive my butchering of that pronunciation. And uh, since Sam's not here, I feel like I have to point out some of their fucking tags on their band camp <laughs> being Bastards Beer Black Mountain Crossover, so forth and so on. <laughs> Did uh, either of you notice how separate in the mix the snare was? It didn't stand. There's so much happening at once. Yeah. I can't say I noticed it. <laughs> Dude, it was like way off in right field, but very nice. Like the riffs. 
like the speed awesome yeah if uh i mean for anyone who is a fan of bones brigade when i brought them in for brutal bruise maybe a month ago uh, i feel like this is gonna be right up your fucking alley sure uh you can find them at bmb music com. how many fucking bmb that, musics were that's there? what i'm about to say <laughs> i was like that's fucking odd i'm gonna have to look right. up the rest of them what the fuck's going on there you gonna have another themed episode? I yeah I don't maybe uh-huh. if they don't suck. <laughs> BMB music one two and three suck. I don't know. <laughs> That's real lame. Moving on, we've got a song called "Desecration" by the band Genocide Pact off of their album "Forged Through Domination." nasty ass bass in there yeah buddy that uh dirty fucking mixing really helped i think it works yeah it certainly works for them and with sam being out i had to make sure there was some death metal coming on this week <laughs> uh these guys are based out of washington dc and you can find them at genocidepact.bandcamp.com i think i will you should it's a really good fucking album. That was a it was a tough one to uh, to pull a clip from. Now, does Bandcamp cut you off at some point, or can your wish list be? I like mean, I've got such a massive fucking hundreds. wish list. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if there is a cutoff point, I don't know where it is yet. Fuck. Mike. My- yeah. Is it your turn? I guess it is. Are y'all done, Phil? Yeah, that's it. Word. Alrighty. Well, first up, <clears throat> there's a suggestion from Back to Life from last week. They uh, wanted to rep some of their boys, and we highly encourage that here. Absolutely. So, um, we're gonna check out Promise Breaker off of their album, Not Even Once, and let's listen to a little bit of Twisting My Thoughts.
Goddamn. No kids back in the day, that's what we like to call breaking down a breakdown. Yeah, that's just <laughs> that's just having a big old swinging pair of balls. That's what that is. <clears throat> you know, that name sounds so fucking familiar and them being from Carlisle. I feel like uh, from Pennsylvania, excuse me. I feel like I have to have fucking at least seen them on a flyer. Right. Dude, well, I mean, all these dudes are kicking around the same area, um, all from Pennsylvania. We've actually got another one coming uh, next week. I figured I'd space it out a little bit, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, some of the tracks definitely are sort of like by the books, you know, metalcore, deathcore a little bit. And then you have some gems like fucking Twisting My Thoughts. And I was like, fuck yes. Fucking Promise Breaker, that's keep it right in that pocket. But, um, yeah, so uh, you can find this at promisebreaker.bandcamp.com, and it was released June of this year. So next up, this one is for Sammy. <laughs> Keep it a little death metal up in here. I love the name. This is Gut Slit. I actually uh, heard these guys on um, Into the Combine, our boys over at Into the Combine. Uh, let's listen to Maraschino Eyeball. to an eyeball when it gets punctured. did with that like last bit to me is uh, it gave me the same feel as what sometimes cryptopsy does which they're doing insanity throughout <laughs> the whole bit to when they kind of like get to like a more like a, a groovy groove pattern part, right. it's like oh fuck this is heavy <laughs> <laughs> so other than it being competent and impressive and heavy as fuck i was also really impressed to see that this came out of india no yeah, shit. I'm I'm curious. I don't think they're in like the same sort of shit that like a lot of um like a lot of the fucking Middle Eastern bands who are like literally playing at the risk of their lives. Right. Um but I am curious. I wonder what the fucking what metal is like in India. Exactly. You know, like what's the scene like? Is it is it a thing or are they just like praying that this gets out there? <sighs> Yeah, I mean, seriously, like, I, I, I couldn't even, I guess, I want to know if there is a scene. If for, if by some happenstance we have a listener in India, let us know. I mean. Yeah, or, or anyone who's <laughs> traveled there, anyone who's aware. Yeah, totally, because we're poor landlocked young boys. <laughs> we, we don't know the world or its ways. We don't leave the tri-state area. 
fulfilled that sometimes. But um, this was off Amphitheater. It was released October of this year, and you can find that at gutslitindia.bandcamp.com. It's real hard to not say gutslut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had no problems. <laughs> All right, last up. <clears throat> I forget where I saw this. Uh, maybe on a flyer, but this next one is Cancer Priest off their demo 2017. Let's listen to a bit of MK Ultra. I uh, I fucking dig that. God mm-hmm. damn it! It's so fucking aggressive. Yeah, it's almost got like a bit of like a, a death sort of nuance to the hardcore. Yeah, yeah, there there absolutely is. I mean, there's certainly an element of crossover as well. Right. Um, I, and the fucking the the production, everything about it is so fucking perfect. It hits real real hard. And um, they're, lo- I mean, well, local-ish. They're from Delaware. All right. That's pretty local. Uh, stones throw away. So um, if you're interested, this will be at cancerpriest.bandcamp.com. And it was released in November of this year. Fucking A. And Frankless, it's your turn. It's time for the casual single, boys. All right. <laughs> the uh, band I'm bringing in is a band called Thonian Horde. What was that? (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Uh, Thonian Horde. And we're going to listen to the song Five Rivers of Hades off of their album In Kanu. Yo. Making your single count. Oh, yeah. I 
listened to it and I was like, and we're buying this. Some <laughs> fucking like, I I love when specifically black metal vocals are taken out of their element and like that's some straight up like fucking uh, like the some of the fucking riffs in there were like straight up motorhead shit that's the thing that's cool like if you so this is like track seven of ten so in the very beginning of the album it's almost more like like a blackened like death and roll Mm. and as it gets more so towards like I feel like, and there's like good grooves, and when it gets to that song, things take a more almost like, it's still that rock and roll feel, but there's like this slight like epic feeling going along with it, and it's like, I fucking love this, like, just a garnish of power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The la- like those last tracks, they just they put they turn that little bit up, and they're like, here you <laughs> go. This is how we're gonna close this out. I love when black metal has the epic back feeling. You know what I mean? Is and also it's okay for black metal to be catchy. Yeah, yeah. Like they're fucking proving it. They, oh my god! Like I don't know if now would be the right time since we're kind of talking about black metal, but that uh, Sacred Sun album art fucking shit <laughs> is hilarious. Have you happened to see the uh, album art or the album cover to uh, Sacred Sun? I didn't put it up. No. Here, I'll pull it up real quick. There you go. So, so, so <laughs> why they look at that? The internet is like pissed, Bam. or at least you know black metal fans, because it's some dude chilling with an Instagram picture. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good album, so whatever. On a uh, back to uh, Thony and Horde. <laughs> Sorry, it's all good. They're uh, apparently they're formed out of uh, Boonesboro, Maryland. Apparently, they actually like it's a uh, some members of different bands, like some members of Pal Divine, uh, Weed is Weed. Uh, yeah. What was it? Uh, Faith and Jane, which, while I have not heard these bands before, listening to this is like I want to go and check some of these out because if they're anything close to the, I think I heard the first one, Pale Divine. Anyway, the, if you want some good fucking, I guess we'll call it one of their tags is black and roll. Yeah, yeah. like accurate. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Give, give me some goddamn good black metal with that good fucking rock and roll gro- groove to it. Fuck yes. And Venom-esque. If you uh, decide to, to take when? a look at this. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> this is, uh, find this at grimmorerecords.bandcamp.com. I believe they also have their own for the album before this. It's Grimmore or Grimoire? Maybe Grimoire. Oh, yeah. G- okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, hey, just f- so they could find it. It's all good. Hey, it's really easy to <laughs> to miss I'm, that. Yeah. I'm a bastard with my accent. It's all, right. it's all good. That is our recommendations for the week. Mm. Yeah, it's it's uh without excuse me. <laughs> it's a short one this week, unfortunately. We miss you, Sam. We do. We hope those be fair in your ratings. We hope those cheeks look good, not being in prisons. Don't let them dry up. You got to keep them greased. Mm. Free the ass. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there is a benefit to having a short list of recommendations. You know what that is? That means we get the brutal bruise faster. That is true. Oh, we've got a, we've got a doozy. We do. Um, it 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 came to me last minute, and it just. I'm real excited about it. 
Um, I don't really need to say anything. You should all recognize this. Tom, roll that clip. Don't sue me, Lars. Yeah. Fucking let's <laughs> Yeah. Oh, keep that circle pit fucking going. <laughs> what what a way to open a fucking album. Alright, listen. Um if for some fucking reason you're unaware, that was the first track battery off of Metallica's Master of Puppets. Um It's been a long time since I listened to this album, and listening to this album immediately elucidated what you had said a week or two ago about how there's just no soul and self-destruct something or other. Whatever that new garbage yeah, is. Yeah, right. Yeah. I listened to this and I was just like, fuck, these riffs are majestic. Uh, they, it, they had something behind them. They, Christ. Yeah, Metallica were fucking heavyweights back in the day. Make no fucking mistake about it. Despite, like... I like making fun of them, but that shit is all lo- uh, locker room talk. They're an easy target, but when you look at those first few albums, holy shit. Yeah. Um, just absolute, unquestionable classics. Um, and for me, Metallica was... One of the this album in particular, at the time I was li- you know I was I was getting into music. I was listening to all the fucking classic rock that you start getting into because of your dad, and uh, a friend of mine, a friend of mine was like, "You need to check this out and put this album on for me." And I had never, I had never heard something so fucking so powerful before. Uh, it just fucking, it just blew the doors wide fucking open. I was like, oh my god, this is, people do this? What, you were, like, 
you were looking at things in this room and going, I'm going to break that. I'm going to break that. And right at now. such a young age, you're like, this is the precipice of guitar playing. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it, it's just, I fucking love master of puppets. And it was, uh, it was a game changer for me. Dude, it's got the, that, that which should not be on it. Like it's that funny. track is ridiculous. When I was like younger, I was kind of like, uh, about that track. But then once I actually like, listen to that song when and you like, actually understand it what it's i'm like this song is so cool <laughs> 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 oh but that oh my god so you you open with battery of master of the title track master of puppets which i'm pretty sure everyone's fucking aware of that like mm-hmm. i we we have on the same album fucking sanitarium oh and D- disposable oh, heroes disposable heroes was cool orion orion's I didn't get through the whole thing on the listen through, but Orion's on this too. Yep. Yeah. Fuck, man. Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. Just a fucking. I'm pretty sure Orion makes like every metal bassist cream. If <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard, uh, you were sitting with me when we watched uh, Rodrigo and Gabriela uh, cover it. Two acoustic flamenco mm. guitar players. Good shit. Yeah. Um,. It's just a banger of a fucking album. Yeah. The fucking, uh, the last song, uh, Damage Inc. Yeah. Like, that's the fucking, I believe that's uh, Insane Anger. They take, like, a line from that and use that, like, as part of the chorus. And you're like, wait, what the fuck are you guys doing? You're stealing from yourselves. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even want to think about it. But, um. That being said, I needed a beer that was something similar for me. Um, because, honestly, when I first started drinking, I hated beer. I thought it was vile. I was like, fuck, like, why is anyone drinking that shit when there's whiskey I out there? drank hard liquor for a long time. Yep. Yeah. I guess I we're, just, on this, we're on the same boat. Like, yeah. someone, someone one night handed me a bottle of fucking Jack Daniels, and I was like, well, I, I just want this. This is all I want. I'll just drink this forever and uh one day i was i was hanging out with a friend who offered me a beer that seemed different compared to what i was used to um it looked like someone made it who actually gave a fuck about it a little more flavorful um and immediately upon trying it i was like wait this is this is a thing they do like they make beers like this it's not all (laughs) like fucking it's not all like Budweiser, right? Mm-hmm. And fucking, you know, Natty Ice. Like that particular beer was Who Garden. It might not seem like anything special to people who are heavily into craft beers. There are certainly better Belgians out there. Sure. Um, but for me, it was just it. It was the moment where I was like, I I need to check out more beer. I can definitely see it. Like, if this was my introduction to beer, I'd be like, oh, well, cool. No, my introduction to beer was a Coors Light. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I remember before Craft was a thing, Hill Garden and Lion's Head were uh, to what people brought besides um, uh, MGD or other shit, Miller. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, fucking, you know, being introduced to beer through shit like Coors Light and Natty oh. Ice and Keystone, it would be like if the only metalheads you ever knew all listened to fucking Poison. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, oh, they, oh, this is metal? Count me out. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking, yeah. Um, but no, it was, it, it completely changed my view on beer. Much like fucking Master of Puppets fucking dragged me <laughs> fucking straight into thrash. <sighs> Um, you know, after hearing that, I was like, I need to hear everything, everything. The way, like, hearing Metallica happened for me is I heard, like, the load-reload stuff first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is all right. Then I heard the Black Album. And I was like, okay. Then it was Master of Puppets. I was like, we're getting somewhere. That's that's where it is. Yeah. yeah. And then I heard Ride <laughs> the Lightning, and I was like, oh, there we go. <laughs> But fuck, yeah, that Master of Puppets is great in the fact that it's it's got that fucking thrash edge to it, but still even the uh like the structure of it, the song structure and everything was f- fucking amazing. Like Yeah, I, I feel like that's one of those things I feel like um you know, especially we can we can look at just the big four, but it, thrash in general at the time. Metallica, even though there were better things about different bands there was something about metallica as a whole that was just untouchable Uh, like everything came together so perfectly uh i feel like it it was it was actual it was less unnecessary the aggressiveness and it was more on the songwriting Yeah. yeah and it's i think it's what makes it hurt so bad that they like when Slayer puts out a shitty album now, I'm just like, hey, whatever, I don't, it's fine. Like, whatever, you're fucking Slayer. Like, but Metallica, every time they drop a new shitty album, I'm like, fuck you, what do you, fuck you. Like, stop, stop it. Right. You're so, like, you're they're, you're capable of so much more. They're, they're not going to stop. You want to know why? Money, money, money. Yep. Unfortunately. But go out. I mean, you you better fucking have Master of Puppets in your collection. <laughs> Go out and grab yourself a fucking six pack of Who Garden, and uh, what's uh? I'm sorry, they up like what's one of these run? Oh, about fucking about nine or ten bucks a six pack. There you go. Yeah, yeah. nothing, nothing crazy. Nope. Um, and granted, it's not the most aggressive beer, you know, but it's good, I and think- it's it's funny for me because. Today, after I recommended Master of Puppets, was the first time I had listened to it in probably at least a couple years. And I don't remember the last time I've had a fucking Who Garden. So this is all just kind of bringing me back. So revisit days past, pick up a six pack of Who Garden, throw on fucking Master of Puppets. Have a good night. That's it. But th- mm-hmm. but we're not done yet. That wasn't goodbye. No. For the record, though, I um, I did my homework last week. I um, I I dropped in the group chat that I listened to King Diamond. Mm-hmm. I listened to Creator. Hmm. I listened to More Slayer. And um, I walked away really digging fucking Creator. Like holy shit! Oh fuck yeah! And I was saying to Frank, like, there's, I I went to Google Play, put on most popular songs, listened to it for like two hours. There's very big differences between tracks, between, I guess, eras. Well, yeah. I mean, so (laughs) 
Most of us will tell you ignore the 90s. Okay. Um, Creator, like a lot of other bands, was just trying to survive, and they started doing really bad industrial shit. I think I heard some of that. Like industrial metal. Yeah, it was ass. It was so bad. Um, And then, oh my God, I'm blanking on... I, I we we talked about it before because I think I either brought it in for Brutal Bruise or something else, but the album that was really like the big comeback for them was Enemy of God. Okay, there was another good one before that in the early two thousands, but Enemy of God was like everyone was like, "Yo, fucking Creator is back." Um, so yeah, I mean, it's Sam will talk to you about it all day too. It's, yeah. it's a real shame. He's not here for this oh, discussion right Sammy now. Sammy boy, I miss you, man. Um, yeah, dude, uh, there was a handful of, a very small handful of real cringy songs I heard. But yeah. everything else was bitching. Um, I'm, King Diamond, I, I can't, I can appreciate the guitar work. I can appreciate where the vocals were going. But, like, it felt so Metalocalypse, like, caricature of itself. I guess I wasn't in the right headspace for it i think most people are real hit or miss with both king diamond and merciful fate it's like you either love it or you hate it okay uh, even the people who hate it usually respect it they're just like i just can't listen yeah to like it. I, I respect it but i don't know that i'd seek it out too too much but um yeah you know and slayer slayer's good I'm, I'm realizing more how much i probably actually like it when i listen to it it's just mm-hmm. dude the list of shit to catch up on is so huge oh yeah so but i mean it's i listen to um god hates us all it's really good yes yes, yes it is <laughs> i mean there's a reason for decades now fucking metal fans will just randomly scream slayer <laughs> yeah, like that's that's a, that's a thing it shows. Like, like Frank like, Frank paints the right picture. He's like, imagine some of these albums back in the day. Oh my god, yeah. Well, and it's 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 the same thing. Like, you know, I like if I throw on fucking Iron Maiden now, like people will just be like, yeah, it's really cool. But people people were like shocked by this, and it's like, dude, there was nothing out there like that. That was the heaviest shit on the planet when it came out. And <laughs> I still will stand by the fact that, like, while it is not heavy in the sense it's not crushing you, Maiden's heaviness is in its fucking drive. And that just, fuck, they ooze drive. Like, Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's it's not even the, not to dip into a Maiden discussion, but just any of that shit. Like, yeah, when we look back on it, like, you're wearing a fucking code orange hoodie. Right. I, I don't yeah. think Slayer has ever had a release as heavy as a Code Orange album, but at the same time, like, fucking thinking back to when I was a kid, even when I got into Metallica, the first couple, t- like, the, the first I few times. I don't times, know, I mean, but at the same time, I mean, how many times do people come out and clearly scream, God hates us all? Like, it's got its merit. Oh, I, yeah, oh, I'm not saying it doesn't, but, like, you know, it's funny because we're so adapted to this shit. Right. But, like, back in the day. A desensitized. E- even after Master of Puppets, when I started... My first few like swings at Slayer, I was like, "This is fucked. Like <laughs> these guys are fucked." And it slowly like it grows on you. And you're like, right. "Oh." What I, I meant to say with the, uh, I was to say I loved about uh, the God Hates Us All album. The album before that, um, I was talking to a kid I used to jam with, and he said, "You know, he heard uh, Diabolic's music. He's like, all right, they're getting older, they're toning down a bit." 
fine. God hates us all release. The fucking double bass comes in for a disciple and he's like, oh shit, I made a fucking mistake. They're not turning down. <laughs> yeah, man, there, there's something to look, especially any of, uh, if we have any like younger listeners who like, you love, you love full of hell. Cool. Code orange and fucking like, um, you know, like a lot of the heavier, heavier shit that we talk about, like that's all dope. But unless you have an understanding of where it came from, you'll never fully appreciate how heavy it is. This is that's true, and I think that's kind of where I'm at with it mentally. Is it's like I, I know it's not gonna necessarily compete with like heaviness per capita, but like I want, I want to enjoy it for what it is, and I'm getting there, definitely. Yeah, I mean, when you start to realize where some of your favorite bands come from it's like oh shit like you you get a much bigger appreciation for it right you i know. mean it always spins me around listening to death because that was the first band that i actually listened to that i was like holy fuck these guys came out when this album was released when if death was ridiculous yeah <laughs> they were an absolutely ridiculous band <laughs> um which like yeah they're another one at the time especially when they had the, the with the fucking fretless bass so oh. those slides were just like yeah mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> all right let's we'll wrap up our trip down memory lane but i did my homework so you guys should fucking too what have i not done my homework on what am i no, missing not, not you too oh i oh, mean oh, our oh. listeners oh the li- yeah I mean, hopefully most of them have already, but I'm sure there's some people who... If you want me to reach, you guys didn't jump for uh, number 12 or Genghis Tron, but I'll force that on you guys. I, I mean, Genghis Tron, I need to check out more. Number 12, I've heard plenty of. Okay. I just haven't, like, sat down and given it, like, a open anything, like, a front-to-back, like, all right, let me check this album out sort of deal. Okay. I do believe we have some post articles. We do. I'm going to be starting this shit off. Okay. Yeah. So. My bring-ins. Yeah. So if anyone remembers, a little a little while back, I brought in this uh, this band from, from London called Disteria. Well, they just released uh, three tracks. We're going to listen to a bit of Thrash the Fash. Full of surprises. It was yeah. like, oh shit, out of nowhere, two step beat. Fuck yeah. Oh shit, out of like breakdown sort of thing. Fucking yes. I forgot I meant the album. Well, the the uh, I guess this would be like an EP or whatever it's called. Enmity. E n m i t y. Oh, enmity. Enmity. Yeah. yeah. Not gonna lie, I never heard that word before. 
I'm an asshole. Um, <laughs> that's cool. It's not like something that's thrown around in daily speech. Nope. But <laughs> just some fucking good old crusty hardcore five dollar yeah. words. Um, which they've, as I said before, they describe themselves as anti-humanity uh, core. Hmm. I'm not mad about that. Nope. And if you were following us on Twitter, that's the same band that I gave an album recommendation for Thanksgiving. There you go. <laughs> All but right. If you want to pick that up, that's going to be at dysteria.bandcamp.com. Sweet. I know we're a little late to the party. We tend to be. And yeah, fashionably so. Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. We've hey, got class. We did talk about this before we it did, was released. We did, before it was released. So I figured now that it's out, um, it's another excuse to play a track from Cannibal Corpse's Red Before Black. So let's listen to a little bit of Heads Shoveled Off. Like, what that's, the fuck is he doing? That that's gonna be one tough circle pit. <laughs> oh my god, I'm such a normie, but the fucking dying fetus and cannibal corpse albums this year that both dropped this year are so fucking good. Dude, it, this is just a fucking an episode just filled with classics. My god. And all um, this death where Sammy. Sa- yeah, we're doing the death metal episode about <laughs> Sammy. <laughs> this wasn't by design. Oh god, yep. I have yet to hear anything uh, bad from Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. Like, they don't release, uh, you know, subpar stuff. Nah, they really don't. Like, every goddamn uh, musician in that band is is um, a, a master of their instrument. They know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> like, goddamn it. We need more Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> well, we got it. It's here. Oh shit! Yeah, that's everywhere. Find it, buy it. Yeah, it's if you're having a hard time buying a <laughs> Cannibal Corpse, we can't help you. <laughs> there's there's nothing we can help you with. You're you're fucking hopeless. <laughs> oh shit! Um, all right, and uh, last uh, little audio clip for today is uh, from a band that I believe that one of us has covered because it is extremely familiar. Recently, this is a sect off of No Cure for Death. Let's listen to a bit of Open Grave. The cave, the west, the warning signs. Canary was dust, but the mind was running on double time. Pull down the alarm, throw down the bright line. Gay reflex over 
So, out of curiosity, I did an archive search while that was on. Um, and I would have sworn, because I've heard these guys. I've come across them in my, uh, in my band camp digging. And I'd always, I always fucking check them out. And I'm always like, I'm 90% positive we've brought them in already. Uh, we haven't. We haven't? Were, were they at a concert that we saw? That's, that's a Maybe. good possibility. Um, Look, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot of stuff bouncing around from it, fucking 70, uh, 80 episodes. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's bonkers. Um, I'm I, pretty, I, I think I we put money on the fact that we fucking covered this. Me too, which is why I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we saw them somewhere. Maybe we did. Um, now that you're saying that, that's starting to seem about right. But, uh, yeah, the only thing, you brought in street sects. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. But yeah, I, uh, yeah, we haven't covered them before. Oh, well, you got a fucking yep. bonus today, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, um, yeah, Girls. absolutely go fucking check. I can't believe I'm disappointed in us, because um, I've seen them a million times. I've, I've always yeah. checked their shit out. Yeah, wow, god damn it. You know what? There you have it. Sometimes we fuck up. Yeah, yeah it happy, happens. happy little accidents. <laughs> but uh, fuck. And um, last, last little bit of news that I found exciting was uh, Cult of Luna and Julie Christmas off of Mariner are doing a uh, road doc, like a video, fucking movie DVD thing. That's and cool. Yeah, I I love shit like that. So that's uh, slated for April. So keep your eyes open. All right. And that's what I got. Very nice. I had to. I had to avoid. My girlfriend had never seen Borat. <laughs> oh my so god! I made her watch it last night. God, one of the best I, movies ever made. I made a reference to the to the throw the Jew down the well song, and she was like, <laughs> "What the fuck are you talking about?" And I was like, "I was like, really?" And she's like, "I've never seen that movie." And I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" Do not fear me, gypsy. Yeah, look, I've come for your tears. I'll take them by force uh, if okay, I have so to. Speaking of movies, um, let me slide in a little shout out for uh, these cool fucking dudes over at Hey Down in Front. They, yes. Um, watch movies and uh, kind of riff, joke around, you know, do little like um, factoid based discussions. Um, the moment I knew that it was going to be good was when I threw on the Mortal Kombat episode and they're talking about how <laughs> luscious Liu Kang's hair is. And I'm like, fuck yes. Dude, on the Airheads episode, they got so off track and just talking about music. I was like, fuck, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they started bashing Lame of God. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your dick was so fucking hard. Oh, man, I know. I was at work. I had to fold it up and in. <laughs> fucking tucking behind your your fucking latex waistband. The only way. Fucking jizzing in your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, down in front, check those guys out. Oh, dope. Um, I uh, speaking of introducing girlfriends to movies, my girlfriend never saw uh, Talladega Nights. <laughs> yeah, what? and I had to show her that. What? What? Like, do we just? I I don't. I didn't get it either. I mean, my girlfriend hasn't seen a lot of shit, and then I show it to her, and she doesn't like it. So <laughs> that, <laughs> that has that has happened more than once. La- she didn't like Labyrinth. That's what? all bonuses. That's fun. That that's like two hours of package. Like, there's no losses. There's um, a farting bog. Like, uh, I don't know. My girl did not like Dumb and Dumber. Like that, we didn't finish. 
she fell asleep fairly early into John dies at the end. Oh, that was so good. I know. She's just like, nope. <laughs> well, what can you do with them? <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess on that note, um, our destination is coming up rather fast. Uh, but would our uh, would stewardess Phil like to fill us in? Well, absolutely. If you would like these trips to continue and perhaps get even better, head on over to patreon.com slash from the pit. We'll set you up with a timeshare. Throw some of that sweet, sweet fucking cash money at us. <laughs> Dosh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, everyone who has so far, it is endlessly appreciated. Thank uh, you. And, yeah, if you can help us out, fucking dope, because we want to make this show better for you. Uh, aside from that, you can find all of our shit at fthepit.com. All of the episodes, all of the social media. Uh, you can come, you can, you can come find our, our Facebook, Twitter, all that shit. Uh, send Sam some fucking assless chaps pics. Um, don't shave those bums before that. Just <laughs> no. all the hair and preferably some dingleberries. Mm. Make sure it's nice and like greasy. Sl- slide your bum along the carpet. Pick up some pieces. There you go. First, there you go. cover it in olive oil. Then go across the carpet. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. It's an attractive. <laughs> Got to oil up some man buns. Mm-hmm. Not the, not the lame hipster man bun, but no. No. actual buns on a man. Right. Yeah. Can't let them dry. And now that we have... Arrived at our destination with lubed up man buns. Gotta roll down the windows, it's steamy. Yeah, whew. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>